Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we begin at the beginning of the journal in the first section, Thoughts, Enlightenments, Inspirations and Resolutions, 1910 through 1914. 1910. At the Theological Academy of St. Petersburg, the fall semester has begun, and Father George Matulaitis, who studied here some 15 years ago, is now a professor and is keeping a journal of his thoughts, inspirations, and resolutions. Last summer, he made his religious vows to follow Christ more perfectly and is now determined to revive the Marians, a dying religious community that had only a single member left in his native Lithuania. With Rome's permission, he has become a member of this congregation and has revised and modernized its constitutions. He is also novice master of a secret novitiate which is housed in the academy with one novice and two candidates. Matulaitis's main concern is to discern the will of God for himself and his fledgling community. The key question is this, what are they to do to become worthy instruments in the service of Jesus Christ and of his church in these troubled times? In his journal, he tries to answer it. October 14th, my motto shall be to seek God in all things, to do all things for the greater glory of God, to bring the Spirit of God into all things so that all may be filled with it. May God and his glory be the center of my whole life, the axis about which all my thoughts, feelings, desires, and actions continually turn. The glory of God and the salvation of souls. Can any other goal be greater or more sublime than this? Compared to this goal, everything else seems trivial. Of what value are even the best and noblest human ideals beside it? And so, is it not right and just for us to devote our whole lives and all that we have, our possessions, talents, even life itself, to attain this goal? October 15th. With all their might, the saints struggled to reach perfection, keeping in mind the noble words of Christ. You must therefore be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. Matthew chapter 5, verse 48. The saints tried to achieve this incredibly lofty goal by continually striving to become more and more like Jesus Christ. Therefore, if I really want to follow in the footsteps of the saints, I too must make the goal of Christ's life my own, and the instruments and means that he used must become mine as well. What did Jesus want most of all? To bring the kingdom of God into this world, that is, our holy church. What way did he follow to achieve this? The way of complete self-sacrifice, of hard work, humiliation, hardship, persecution, and suffering. He followed this road up to the point of laying down his life, of being nailed to a cross. What follows then? That each of us must freely and with complete self-denial devote and consecrate himself entirely to the church. It is in this that I must see the core and essence of our vocation, 
to renounce the self freely and willingly, one's desires, inclinations, comforts, and pleasures, to give up the world, its riches, goods, and vainglory, and to devote and give our whole selves, all our gifts and talents, both natural and supernatural, to the welfare of the Church, her defense and preservation, her propagation and growth. Please God that I may never forget this. What would be the best means to attain this goal? It seems to me that a defensive tactic is less effective than an offensive one, outreaching, aggressive, conquering. Animated by the Spirit of Christ, we must try to gather together and organize people of goodwill, to train and prepare them to work, and then, together with them and through them, to bring Christ everywhere, to restore and renew all things in Christ, to encompass all for Christ, to win all for Christ, to attract all to Christ. Lord Jesus, enkindle our hearts with the fire of this zeal that I shall ask for you. Blessed George is writing this passage in his journal a little over a year after he professed his religious vows in a bishop's chapel in the Church of the Holy Cross in Warsaw. At the same time, Father Francis Bucis, his fellow professor in St. Petersburg, became a clandestine novice in the community. Two young men who are working as stewards in the household of Blessed George and Father Bucis are candidates in the Marian congregation. Blessed George is setting the groundwork for the revival of the Marian congregation, but it will have to unfold clandestinely since Catholic religious communities have been severely restricted by the Russian government since an uprising in 1864. They were not allowed to accept new candidates. Monasteries with less than 10 members had to be closed and consolidated with other religious houses. These restrictions brought the Marian congregation to the point of extinction in 1910. Only one member remained until Blessed George made his vows and entered. Blessed George had some practical problems to deal with, but he begins his journal by setting a spiritual motto for himself, to place God and his glory at the center of his life. He desired that the way he lived his life would glorify God, and he desired the salvation of souls, what Jesus wanted so much. He then reflects on how the saints sought to become holy by following the example of Christ. Jesus sought to bring God's kingdom into the world. He did this through the holy church that he founded. His path was that of self-sacrifice, self-denial, giving the gift of himself completely, even to the point of his death on the cross. Blessed George then underlines a line in his diary, his journal, to show how important it is. St. John Paul II used to do the same thing in his writings. Blessed George writes and emphasizes that each of us must freely and with complete self-denial devote and consecrate himself entirely to the church. An Italian translation of Blessed George's journal gave it a subtitle, In Love with the Church. In the course of this uh, journal, you will see how much Blessed George is deeply in love with the Church of Christ. Blessed George seeks the heart of the Marian vocation in this self-denial and this following of Christ. He is actually echoing the words and the thoughts of the founder of the Marians here, St. Stanislaus 
of Jesus and Mary Papchinsky, who often wrote so much about the Paschal mystery, dying to ourselves so that we could rise with Christ. And then Blessed George says the way we should do it is attracting lay people to uh, follow our path because he knew he had a small community and he needed uh, reinforcement, reinforcements. And he says we need to do it not defensively but offensively, going forth, spreading the kingdom, going where the need is greatest. And uh, this will be echoed in uh, the words of St. Pope Francis to this day of going out to the peripheries and bringing the church where the people are. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you, with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.